0: everybody and welcome back to the Marketing Freaks podcast. In this week's episode I'm joined by Hallie. Now last year in September Hallie very sadly had a sudden and traumatic injury which meant she had an extended time away from the business. So very kindly she's come onto the podcast to talk through that experience and talk through what it's like and hopefully kind of offer some really good useful advice for anyone who has been off work for an extended amount of time, or is returning to work following an injury. So it's a bit different, and thank you so much to Hallie for sharing her story here, and I genuinely hope it helps someone in a similar situation. If you do find it helpful, please do come and subscribe, and let's get started with the episode. All right then, so Hallie, thank you for joining me to talk about um, I think, what is quite a personal story.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's very kind
0: of you to do this. And I think it's one that if anyone listening to this is in a similar position, will be very useful and helpful for someone. So...
1: Yeah, I hope it can help someone.
0: So let's recap a little bit. So last September, you had a bit of a...
1: Tragedy.
0: Whoopsie.
1: (laughs) Whoopsie. Yeah, let's call it a whoopsie. Um,
0: (laughs) But it was a serious thing. So, um... Tell us the story. What happened?
1: Okay, so uh, literally the day I got back from my holiday with my other half, um, the day before we were literally parasailing. So it was a complete jump from one to the other. But the day we got back, I was walking down the stairs. Um, I don't know how it happened, but I managed to just fall down five steps. Can't be any more than that. Um, fell wrong and ended up breaking my back. I was in complete denial though, to say the least. Um, I was like, no, I'm fine. Like, Try and shake it off, it's okay. Um, and then, yeah, when I tried to get up, uh, my legs gave way. lost feeling in my legs fairly quickly. Obviously the worst goes through your head, but you're like, no, it's gonna be okay. Um, went to hospital, uh, yeah, waited 13 hours in A&E. Um,
0: with a then, broken back
1: with a broken back uh, it was quite funny actually they they were convinced that I was fine I just needed to walk around um, just to kind of you know walk it off shake it off um,
0: could have wow I
1: know it could have gone horribly wrong and thankfully the doctors said to me I really hope you didn't do that and I was like well no because I've seen the horror movies um unbelievable but yeah so then finally got a test a few hours later uh, a CT scan um and uh at this point I'd actually text Abby my boss to say oh is it okay if I work from home tomorrow and I've only just come back from holiday but I've fallen down the stairs and I'm in A&E but I'm fine and she was like yeah no worries of course work from home and then yeah when I sent her an update message I think it was like three o'clock in the morning like Turns out I've broken my back and I'm in like I'm admitted, so I might need tomorrow off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember coming in and Abby telling us <laughs> what happened, and obviously all massively concerned for you. I mean, it's such a big thank you. It's a scary thing, isn't it? I mean, um, I imagine at that point in time, pretty terrifying. Yeah, for sure. You know, you've broken your back. Um, how? It just, I find it crazy that you've been parasailing and then it was the d- a,
1: literally 24 hours before
0: a, a slip on the stairs. That yeah, is unbelievable. But you know, so completely unexpected, big injury. Um, uh, not knowing if you were gonna walk again, not knowing if you're paralyzed or not. Um, yeah, must have been terrifying
1: yeah there was a five day period I think it was before they were actually able to give me an MRI so when they first delivered the news um obviously it was we were so tired at this point because we'd been in A&E for such a long time um and yeah they just kind of pretty much came in said you've broken your back it's close to your spinal cord because you can't feel your legs we don't know if you're paralyzed and then they walked out (laughs) so they pretty much dropped the bomb and then and then left. five
0: days of you lying there wandering. not knowing
1: wow. yeah so it was a, a massive change of events not something i obviously or anyone ever expects to experience yeah um and yeah just an unfortunate wait just, just like literally
0: mad what was the actual just the, the technical description of your mm-hmm. injury
1: um so i broke my l2 transverse process which is basically is in the lower part of your back, you have next to your spinal cord, you have um, bones that attach on either side of your spinal cord, which uh, links to all of your muscles uh, okay. in your lower back. So your yep. main big muscles. Um, and what I had done is I'd snapped that whole bone off. And because of that, it then tore into my muscles and displaced. So that, that whole lower part of my section of like whole lower part of the back was uh in agony
0: <laughs> yeah excruciating however but you didn't so in terms of what you then needed so you didn't need surgery
1: surgery would only risk it more so if that bone never fused back together again you can live without it I'd probably now live with back pain forever but I'd rather that than potentially risk any further damage?
0: Yeah. So after a bit of time, and what we kind of talking about here really is like the obviously it's such a big story, and like the return to work phase. Yeah. From a and it, honestly, this isn't a what a brilliant employer we were for helping <laughs> you back to work. That's not what this is. This is genuinely about like if anyone listening to this has had a big injury or been off work for long term sickness or whatever the reason is obviously you go through a big life event yeah and then at some point you start thinking about coming back to work or getting back into that world what were your I know, and I know there must have been like hundreds of concerns and worries but <clears throat> from a work point of view yeah what were you what was, what was that initial oh god this is bigger than I thought like what what do I do work wise
1: yeah um I think the main one for me was obviously being in digital marketing and advertising, it's an ever changing like career. So whether it's your platforms that are changing, there's constant clients, anything like that. It's always so busy, which is great when you're in it every day. But if you haven't been and I knew that it was going to be something that I was going to be out of touch with for a fair while whilst I recovered, how much was I going to miss out on and what did I have to then do when I got back that was going to help me get back into my role? Was there going to be loads of changes that I had to go through training courses again? Or how much was I going to forget? Because remember, I'd only been in the business for about five, six months at that time. Yeah, So I was still fairly new to my role anyway. Um, So yeah, there was loads of concerns running through my head. I just didn't want to forget everything. And the pressure of it coming back, was I going to be able to you know handle that as well as the injury
0: yeah um so yeah yeah. but i i can imagine (laughs) yeah changes on the facebook ads platform are relatively i mean that's a relatively (laughs) low thing on the scale isn't it in terms of am i going to be able to walk again yeah but the from a practical side of view like a practical sense like what if if people are in this position and what did you find useful in terms of communicating with us or like planning that like what what did we what did we do well what did we what could have been better or like what did you struggle with
1: yeah I think obviously my main concern when I was first in hospital was I mean you don't want to take the piss out of the company you work for right like it's not anything I could have preempted some people would but you personally it's not something that I ever strive to achieve so I love my job my main concern was, do I still have it? Like it was a, it was a concern of, okay, not only have I not been in the business for long enough, but how I I had no idea how long my injury was going to put me out for. Yeah. Um, And that is a major concern for anyone that goes through any type of illness or injury that is going to potentially put them out of work. Yeah. Um, And there's not a lot you can do about it. You can't just switch it off and then try again Um, so one of the most comforting things I found, especially in the first couple of weeks was pretty much everyone touched base with me from the office Yeah. and yourself, as soon as I felt up to having a phone call, I mean, you called me up and the biggest comfort was you said, don't worry about anything. Your job's here. Don't worry about finances, anything like that. You're going to be okay. Yeah and instantly you can then go okay
0: (laughs) because that must yeah it's um coming to terms with a massive life change Mm. um and what that means for every aspect of your life like yeah will I can I still do my job is one thing but also can um, I pay my bills can (laughs) I pay my bills but like your social life what does it mean for that because you're an extremely active person yeah aren't you like you you love doing stuff outdoors yeah um, you're certainly not one to sit around and twiddle your thumbs. <laughs> so, like, mentally, yeah. you've got all of these practical concerns about, God, like, what does this mean? Am I still going to be employed? Am I going to be able to pay my bills? What? How long is this going to take? Um, but also, for someone who loves being out and about and doing stuff, to suddenly be stuck, like, literally like that, from parasailing and doing really fun things to suddenly not being able to do any of that for the foreseeable future how does that weigh on one's mind
1: yeah it took a massive mental toll like there's no denying it and I think it still is because there's I'm still really limited so um even now I mean what is it eight eight months on um I still don't have full sensation in my right leg I'm still getting physio every week you know trying to get that back I've done a series of hydrotherapy um, various different physiotherapy sessions. I'm about to start acupuncture. Like there's, <laughs> there's so many things, um, that I'm trying to do to, to get back to where I was. And as you said, it's really, it's really difficult. I mean, yeah. before I'd be doing, you know, like downhill mountain biking. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and yeah, I did see myself as fairly active and that, that changed drastically and still has this far down the line. Um, I have to put it into perspective that, I am able to walk, which is fantastic. I'm very grateful for the use of my legs. And I try to see it from that point of view. So I don't get in a negative uh, mental state, but there are so many people that don't have that. And then what do you do? And it's trying to facilitate your new future. And your. I mean, my life may change forever because maybe I won't be able to do as much as I used to do. Um, But I have to, I have to personally see it as, okay, I can walk though. I've still got my legs. I've just recently started driving again, which is unreal. That's awesome. And if I put it into perspective of eight months ago, I had to train with physios for days and weeks on end in hospital to learn how to use my legs again. And that was really hard. Something that you take for granted. um, For sure. I mean, you learn when you're a kid, toddler, and then you don't think about it again because it's your day-to-day life and activities. And then when you can't do it and you're trying to, Fuse Suddenly. your brain to tell yourself to walk and you're like, I can't. <laughs> it's weird.
0: I can imagine. Yeah, blimey. It's, yeah, I, well, I, I say I can imagine, I can't imagine because I don't think you really can until you've been through it.
1: No, but I, I think it's easy for anyone to kind of th- sit there and think, okay, if something's such, you know, as drastic as taking walking away from you,
0: yeah,
1: you you know that it's going to have an effect on you.
0: Yeah. And I, I think you've had a really positive mental outlook and attitude with it from right from the start so one of the stories that really makes me smile is um so we as a business we have income protection in place which you know thank god because that means that we can like god god forbid anything like this happens again you don't want this stuff to happen but it means that it's like it doesn't matter Mm-hmm. look financially this doesn't matter like you yeah. we, you know you, you're cool so that's a really good thing but I remember when <laughs> when they I have know what you're about <clears throat> to say <laughs> yeah so actually they're quite well set up for helping people re- rehabilitate into work and they offer all sorts of different levels of service uh, if you want it yeah so you were working with one of their representatives and um they couldn't understand how you wanted to get back to work so quickly. They just weren't used to. Yeah. <laughs> like...
1: No, she was. Um, you were she like, was... but I want to go back. <laughs> and they're like what? She was so kind, but um, but yeah, no, I think I've. I've and no, I've already said it, but sitting and not doing anything from being so active, but mentally, I was all there. Like there was no yeah. issues with kind of being able to concentrate or anything like that. Once, as soon as I'd come off my pain meds, I was ready and raring to go. Although my legs weren't, I was like, I have to do something. I can't, I, I honestly, I'm not one of those people that can sit and twiddle my thumbs. As you say, I was losing my mind. And I think I was probably about two weeks after returning home, I was messaging here going, is there anything I can do? Can I...
0: Oh, yeah, can I, I jump
1: that. on anything like is there anything you need help with because it was just it was so difficult just to sit and do nothing yeah and I like similar to what we discussed earlier it then fed into my fear of the longer I'm out the longer I miss what's going on so if I could come back sooner hopefully that gap being less means that I'm not yep. missing out on too many platform changes or account changes and that that was a big thing for me so it was like okay well the quicker I can get back hopefully I can just slot right back in yeah um but yeah no they they kept saying so you know what do you need like do you want to do you need some more therapy or anything like that and I was like no I just want to go back if I'm honest and they're like okay but how are you feeling injury wise I was like well it hurts but that's not going to change so can I go back <laughs> You're not listening to what I'm saying here. I need to go back to work. I and actually she was want
0: going,
1: to. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not used to this. And I was like, I guess I'm an anomaly then.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that 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 did make me chuckle, definitely. And I think just is an indication of like how positive you were looking at stuff just across the board. Um, what would you say... In terms of like getting back into work, and you know, obviously, you want you were like keen to, so that's amazing. But like, what were the what did you struggle with? I know before we started recording, you're talking about the being, suddenly being forced to work from home and being out of the office environment and not yeah. seeing people two or three times a week, and you know, that coupled with a dramatically different social life. I can imagine felt quite isolating.
1: Yeah, that's that's the best word to describe the whole situation, I think. So um, previously uh, to my role at Overdrive, I'd never worked from home. I just never had to, um, never needed to. And I, it was a nice change for us because, or for me, sorry, because having that hybrid, it meant that you have the flexibility, which was really nice. It was a nice change. Yeah. Um, but I think, as you said, being in the office three times a week before to suddenly I'm out of office every day working on my own and it's very different when you're in an office environment and working on your own. It's just having people around you and socializing and the only contact with people I had was when my partner came home every day and he'd walk through the door and I just bombard him because I'm like, oh, someone to talk to. Hi, how was your day? And he's like, oh, at that point, his social batteries is at absolute minimum. And mine is like sky high because although I've been working, I've not spoken to someone all day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it was really difficult. And I think it's something to really take into consideration for both employers and employees if that happens it's going to be a massive change if something to your work environment changes that drastically yeah it's going to feel different it's not going back to the job that you were doing because although you may be physically doing the work that you were doing if you're not in the same environment it doesn't feel the same
0: yeah definitely and it's, um I think there's uh there's loads of different kind of learnings there in terms of when you're it's, it's almost um, reminds me a little bit of when everyone was forced to work from home, forced to work separately through the pandemic. Yeah. And just finding simple ways of helping people feel involved. Because it's so easy, I think, for people to slip into feeling really separated. Yeah. Um, particularly when there's been a big traumatic event in, in your life, leading up to that you know there's yeah, for sure. so much stuff going on there so I think that's a really big thing isn't it um what would your big piece of advice be for anyone listening to this who is in a similar situation or they're going through a return to work and they're struggling with it or you know they're about to start that phase that what would your big piece of advice be
1: honestly to just trust in your team Um, so for me, I, as I said, with all my kind of concerns about phased return to work and stuff like that, it was, am I going to get the support that I need? Because everyone's busy. Um, you worry that you're going to not be forgotten about, but you know, you, yeah. you kind of have to be a cog that then is working back I guess back you within. can
0: sense everyone else moving on in and their you know, day-to-day. Exactly. And, like, yeah. and you
1: know that everyone's busy doing exactly what they should be doing. Um, you know, that their days are ticking along as normal. And the fear was, okay, well, where do I pick things up? I don't know what any of my clients have been doing for the last two months. Mm. Has the team changed internally? You know, are we all kind of doing the same day-to-day? Um, so, yeah, big thing for me was just... I I lent on people a lot Um, and that just comes down to hopefully everyone's in the position where they've got great management you know a great team around them that they can lean on Um, and it will just allow you to not panic about things and then you go okay tell me what you need me to do I'll do it yeah and that was so helpful because there was so much that I did miss out on um In terms of like events that had happened on, you know, for clients and stuff like that, so it was just yep. helpful to go right. This is the update. This is where we're at. Are you happy to now take this on? And it's like, okay, great. I know exactly what I'm doing. I can, you know, crack on. So, yep. just trust in your team. Try yep. not
0: to panic. I like that. I like that. Well, look, Holly. Thank you so much for sharing. Of course. What is, uh, yeah, quite a personal. Personal story. And it's um, yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, big no one. worries. So thank you very much. I
1: don't plan on coming back and doing it again. So <laughs> this is the first and last time. That's... I'm afraid, John.
0: <laughs> no, we very much hope that that doesn't happen again for sure. And congrats on a brilliant recovery process. Thank you. Yeah, and, thank you. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So, uh, and thanks to everyone for listening as well. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please do come and subscribe. Join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business. See you next time.